Mr. Thoughts for now. I'll yes, yes. Shave. <laughs> Which you're going to explain. All, all one word, all lowercase. All lowercase. Yes, and I, I, I found it very yeah. interesting. So I have to definitely ask you. But before we dive into that, dude, I'm super thrilled that you joined me on the podcast and uh, you accepted in like seconds after I sent you the invite. And uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I have this feeling that I've known you from long, but not really, yeah. but I just get this yeah. feeling and right. that's even before I sent you a text and funny enough, uh, 2020, 2019 Chennai concert, August, you were right. there in Chennai. Yes, sir. And we met in the backstage. I'm sure you may not remember. I had flown down from Australia just to meet sir and all you guys. And we had oh met in the backstage. Goodness. It was it's it was very brief, barely a minute. So oh we did God. not even no, take a picture. You might have been one of four people that maybe asked me to take a picture. I, I don't know. Uh, no? But 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 the thing is now we, I look like a jerk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we we, we kind of ran into each other. I said hi, hey, and then uh, I said right. good stuff, and then of course uh, you performed Hayati, no doubt about it. Oh, I absolutely man. loved it. So. That was a very brief catch up. And then, yeah. um, then of course, uh, look, uh, of course, I've, I've seen you perform. Otherwise, of course, I've, I haven't been to other concerts after that. But I've, I've always had this feeling that I kind of know this guy, but not really. I don't know why. It's yeah. just that weird feeling or an interesting feeling. Probably that's the right word. Um, yeah. So even the last couple of days that we have been in touch, I've, right. I've got this thing that I'm looking forward to talking to this dude. And yeah, I have same. a lot of questions, man. And then, and the thing is in my podcast, it's of, of course, ARR podcast, nothing is scripted. Yeah. Everything flows from my heart. So there could right. be some good questions. There could be some super silly and random questions. So I apologize in advance. No. And, and there's, no. I'm not no. going to put you on the spot or offend you in any way. Uh, that's not my it's intent. I just it's basically good, want to hear out your about your journey, your experiences, and what goes into the making of an international rapper. Things like that. Oh, so there's man. a lot of stuff I want to deep dive into. I can't wait. So before we dive deep dive into things, thoughts for now. Everything in lowercase. And there is a story. And you're about to tell me. And one word. <laughs> so what's the story behind it okay so when i started rapping in uh like when i was a child right i went but my real name is siobhan and i go by shiv everywhere really basically except for my home my parents mm. and even they have nicknames and stuff like that but um but I, I go by Shiv and that's when I started, when I started really taking rapping seriously, um, I, I went by Shiv. But when I would tell people to search on their Spotify for Shiv, I, I was buried by like different renditions of like Satyam Shivam Sundaram and like, and like Om Namah Shivai and like all of the things that have Shiv in it that are way more popular than my hip hop music. <laughs> that was on like the seven or eighth scroll down in the artist yeah. list, right? So, so I needed to figure out what was going on. And my, my, when I like, was creating all of my social media accounts back when I was, a, uh, I mean, I would say in like early twenties, right. Mm -hmm. in, in that time, 
um, I, I was just like, I, I, I was always like writing down my thoughts, rapping and doing this since I was like 11 or 12. So, um, I was saying my, my name was thoughts for now on everything and nobody used it. I was like really surprised. And so I said, okay, great. This is perfect. Um, I will, I will name it thoughts for now. And I, let me just change my name to that. Like my handles are already there and people are like, were able to pay for their own like names their own like first names, like with mm. the verification and things like that. So I, I said, you know what? I'm going to be thoughts for now. This is my new persona, but I was trying my best. Like even in 2018, 2017, I was trying to shift it. And I even took everything off of my shift, um, like mm. streaming and I put it onto thoughts for now. I had to reset all of my streaming and things like that. And, um, even then, like it, it, it took forever to put it like even in Hayati, I'm sure you saw it was like shift for the longest time because it takes a long time to get these things changed once they're published, you know? So, yeah. um, and so I was like in touch, I got it done. And so now, even now, um, I don't know if you, you've seen the Dubai uh, performance, but um, sir mentioned me as thoughts for now. And I like, I went like this to him because I was like, you have no idea how much, that like meant to me because he knew, he knew like how much I really wanted to go by thoughts for now. And he was, and, and he said it twice. That was just like, I was just so grateful because it like solidifies, you know, it really yeah. does solidify when he says it. So and I was very, I, I'm and not so sure I'm thoughts if, for now. That's it. That's All great. Word yeah. Word it's going to be thoughts for now. <laughs> Single word, one word, lowercase. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and no negotiations there. So, uh, and did you observe that there was a little bit of a pause when Sir mentioned your name because he yes. wanted to get it right? <laughs> yes, 100%. And I'll tell you, I met him a little bit afterwards and he told me, he was like, you know, I really wanted to call you Shiv. And he's like, it took me a little minute like to like, you know, remember that your thoughts were now. And I was like, Sir, you have no idea how much that means to me. Like that is like, he's like, I was like, nothing else. Like that was my moment, you know. And so he started laughing, and that, and that was like actually so funny that you know that you noticed that. And he actually smiled after he mentioned your name. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. It made me so happy. You have no idea. Like, so, it was like my, my my verification in like in general of like as thoughts for now, you know. So nice. it was fantastic. It was fantastic. I'm, I'm still intrigued with this persona name Thoughts for Now. Uh, is it because, is it, has it got anything to do with mindfulness, being present, being in the moment and Thoughts for Now? It absolutely does. It is like my person, like my, my music is my personal music, not for sure, but like, you know, I've, have so much music that's on my Spotify, my streaming, my Apple music, you know, title, whatever. But, um, that stuff is like my diary. It's, it's mm -hmm. like what I felt in the moment. It's the things I'm, I'm thinking about it. And so if I were to ever show my kids, my grandkids, um, this music, they would be like, Oh, so you were really into that kind of thing or this kind of phase. And you're really thinking this type of stuff about your childhood at this moment in time. And, or like, you know, I have all different types of music. So even like, this is how you like to have fun or this is how you like to reminisce or, you know, it, it, it's my personal diary. So absolutely it has to do with mindfulness, being in the moment, capturing what you're feeling in the moment 
and putting it on beat and and hopefully writing well enough that it becomes timeless even if it reminds you of the moment it can remind you of whenever you heard it you know for sure i'm like sure it would and well, so, i hope so <laughs> and and you mentioned that you started off rap, rapping since your childhood did you say how did yeah. that start i mean why rapping oh okay let me put it you are going to definitely tell me why not right so why did no. you choose, what made you choose rapping why just curious that's all i didn't choose i i really didn't choose so what happened was i like i like music i love music my parents are very musical my mom is a dance teacher um my dad is in the arts and and he's actually the only he's the reason i know remanji or sir mm. but like um yeah no yeah i'll get i'll get def- definitely get into him but like so like they're very musical people and so i always grew up around music and particularly around sir and like his music and and like all the stuff growing up in the 90s was like that stuff took me like into a different place but like rap like mtv like before i was going to school getting ready in like third fourth grade like mtv was on and eminem came on and jz and nas and 50 cent and all of these people as i was growing up and i was enamored by how they were telling their story it was much more violent sometimes or you know it has their own flavor it's their mm-hmm. own personalities but it was their personality i got to know them through their music and that was very very important like that was like a really important facet of why I, i grew to love hip hop it wasn't just someone maybe someone writing a song for you and you singing it because you're a beautiful singer i i honestly am not a very good singer i'm not very good at all um i try my best i i you know try to practice i do the the um warm ups and things like that but i i can maybe keep a pitch for 5 seconds but i'm nothing like the people that you know we're talking about right now of course um i i'm more you know trying to get my stories across um it's more lyricism and on beat and different type of of flow and things like that so mm-hmm. yeah no definitely full of mindfulness that was a long-winded answer to tell you absolutely it's about thinking in the now and thinking about how you feel in the present moment and what you want in the future and when you decided to go in the rap pathway let me put it that way yeah. um was there support or was there resistance from parents so ironically my parents very much supported like usually people were you know and they did I, and i went to law school for a year um it didn't work out i hated right. law school it was horrible um for me like like people were studying in the library and i was in my car like rapping literally in a usb microphone in my laptop and like i was using class to charge my laptop like this is a true story like just so that i can go and rap in the breaks yeah. and then come back i was not focused i was like 21 and it was just not for me but like they they wanted that for me because you know they were they were immigrants they came here uh, and then they met here they got married they like raised their kids here. they wanted them to have professional degrees and they wanted them to make sure that they had a good financial background and status and you know everything your immigrant parents want for your kid mm. at mm. that point right so um so i tried it it didn't work but they were always supportive because my like i said my mother is a dance teacher she had like you know a corporate career as well but 
she really fell back in her later years. She fell back into just building a dance school for herself. And at one point had like a hundred before COVID had like 120, 130 students over three locations, just as like a six year old woman, like awesome. And like, my dad has always been involved in the Indian entertainment industry here in, in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, like, northeast of the u.s so like they've always been into that and my sister's a dancer she works with my mom on the dance school so like the whole family like is very very creative so uh, it would be like almost a shame if i didn't do something creative um and i can't draw so i or paint so rap was right. rap was it for me i literally just was trying to mimic their stories originally i you know you 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 learn every word. You love it so much. You learn every word. You tell your story. And then all of a sudden, you have your own story to tell. And you try to mimic it in that way. It's horrible. You <laughs> throw it in the garbage. You do it again. It's horrible. Less horrible. You do it again. You do it again. You get feedback. You repeat the cycle 10, 20,000 times. And then, and then luckily, you're good enough to get like uh, some sort of opportunity to show it to a larger audience. And in this case coming back to why I'm even on this podcast is sir gave me the opportunity with Hayati and um, you know, people understand, people know Hayati at this point, some people. So like, that's just, I'm grateful for that. that A lot of people, people, not just some. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, that's great to me. That's amazing. Like to me, that makes, uh, that makes like all of the, like the things I was doing to try to get it going earlier. It makes it worth it because like, People can understand where I'm coming from, and luckily, sir, gives me more opportunity, even with this one. So, yeah. So, with banged uh, for for the upcoming yeah. musical why? Of course, so, yeah. We, we, we're going to go deep dive into a number oh, of those okay. things for sure. And <laughs> okay. so, uh, I, I still want to take a, a couple of steps back. So, uh, childhood, you decided to go in the rap pathway. So, who are your inspirations? Uh, so how did you go about pursuing it? Um, I never really pursued it, pursued it until 2015, I would say. Right. I would always, I would always, uh, do it. I actually, I would say 2011, I really tried to pursue it after law school. I went and I got an audio engineering degree, um, and I learned to record myself and I turned my closet when my parents redid their house. I had a room and I had a little walk-in closet. Um, and I tried it and I basically just turned it into a booth, like a vocal booth. And I set up like the wiring and I have the glass and it's, it's crazy. Um, and it's still there. So like, I, I would love to, when I go home, I try to record it there whenever I can. But nice. like my parents were very supportive. So I was able to take the risk that a lot of people, unfortunately, like are, were not able to take. Now you could just buy a mic for 50 bucks and you know, work it out with, you know, however, however you can do it. And it's great. Like, that's great. It allows people to unlock their potential. But when I was growing up, you have to get the stuff, you have to get the right sound. And um, so like that, my influences, I would say, are Jay-Z. Um, it definitely Kanye, Drake. Um, J. Cole is basically my number one uh, favorite artist. In terms of hip hop, um, I would say J. Cole is is somebody like a storyteller like me. Um, and I model a lot of my stuff after the types of stories you're able to tell through rap based on some of his groundbreaking songs. So. Right. Amazing. Yeah. And 
this is this is just me being um how should i put it just being a complete novice not knowing much about um music yeah. or in the rapping space even so, i doubt that <laughs> so uh what i wanted to know was you remember the lyrics because you're writing it on your own and you're rapping it would you be able to rap someone else's lyrics and still remember that how does that work <laughs> well it would be i i think it would be a little bit harder to remember immediately but i think that when you come into the muscle memory i think of of, of reading and remembering and recording and remembering and remembering and recording and fixing and recording and it just gets be, it gets to be now at that point it doesn't matter what lyrics it is you just memorize the lyrics and then and then it becomes about the performance on the microphone um mm. i think that at a certain point like it, it i think it's definitely harder is something you didn't write and you didn't come from your heart or didn't come from your head um at the very least um it's harder to remember because it's not inherently yours mm. um and i find that difficult i'm not going to lie um i find it very difficult to do something that's not mine but it's absolutely necessary in every industry you know you can't just always i mean unless you get to sir's level i mean then you can obviously mm. <laughs> but but like um that's just that's just something that i strive to have like just full yeah being able to just make sure it's 100% mine but usually usually thank gosh uh thank god sir allows me that uh that that Sweet. freedom to to create mm. and and uh luckily he's been liking what he's been hearing so far so yeah, yeah i so, mean so this, fingers this... crossed <laughs> Of course I'm sure and I'm sure there's going to be more to come as well. So this occurred in my mind when I was watching the bang because obviously you know the uh the transcriptions were on the back screen and as you were um singing it and or rapping it rather I want to get it right it was coming up yeah. on the screen and it was blowing that. my mind it was just blowing my mind as to i was thinking how, how the hell does he remember all this and then i was thinking okay maybe because he has actually written it and then that's what makes it easier for him to remember and then i thought you know what i have to get this straight i have to ask him when he comes on the podcast yeah, and no. hence why i asked you this absolutely and it takes i mean for me from the us to dubai i had the luck in, even in chennai when you're rapping that fast for hayati you have like to practice it's just that simple because you don't record it in one breath obviously mm-hmm. right you, mm-hmm. you have certain takes and you put them together so to be able to do that in a certain amount or even change words so that you can breathe and then re-record that so that it's right. in a breath and then you figure out a way to like mm-hmm. you know perform at the same level but like it's a 12 to 13 hour flight so my whole flight i sleep the whole night before put my ears in I'm just like okay I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm going to do this I'm going to do that um but it takes forever and I'm sure every person that's been on your podcast I I went when you asked me to do this I looked at like you know who had done the podcast and that was after I said yes by the way I said yes I was just like absolutely why not like that's awesome and then I said oh then you sent me the link and I was like and then I clicked the link and I was like okay um but like everybody that I even I was just with like they had done it and I was like and it's been the same i i watched a couple and and you're a great interview by the way thank you you have a good vibe it's a great it's, vibe on the podcast and you're just very laid back 
It's, it's just me being me wanting to know what happens or how how the magic evolves. That's pretty much yeah. it. And that's the yeah. only intent. There's nothing else. Okay. And wanting yeah. to cherish these memories, so to speak. That's um, fantastic. And, fantastic. And, uh, look, uh, I, I have to get a couple of these questions out of my mind. Wait, so, wait, wait. Before you go further, have you ever heard of the Drink Champs podcast? Uh, no, I haven't. I don't really listen to any podcast, to be honest. <laughs> That's fair. If you ever want to know more about hip hop, right? I would recommend listening to some classic, you know, artists that you know, yeah. um listening to their Drink Champs podcast. Okay. Um it's it's a very interesting. It's hosted by a couple older rappers. Yeah. And now they're podcasters and it's a very popular hip hop podcast. Um I recommend it. It's not for the faint of heart. So yeah. if you're easily offended, please stay away, but um it's it's a very interesting look into hip hop. I will. Sure. I will for sure. So, couple of things. One is obviously being a rapper, you would obviously get exhausted pretty quickly, right? Because obviously, yes. uh you're talking faster or rapping faster or singing Breath faster. Yeah. Whatever the right word is, I am probably getting it wrong. And then No, you're right. You're right. And you you get exhausted and then you got to be so conscious about what you're singing. So, how do you put yourself in that zone and then also at the same time how long can you keep going when when you're actually rapping because when you've just done with a song you're <coughs> obviously going to be exhausted and how long does it take for you to recover and, and secondly the second part of it is how long can you actually keep going when you're rapping a song so let's say do you have a certain limit in your mind saying i can rap a song which is probably 5 minutes in length and that's it or it can go up to 6 minutes but i'm done after that I, it's just me being me asking you this <laughs> no absolutely no that's a great question because it, it okay and it really all depends on your flow right, right. because if you are doing something that's like hi is like uh money anything no money anything we spend it at a fast rate spend it at a fast rate um you can still take that breath there i am never tame on top of the game and i'm leaving you in last place speed like i'm playing multiple you like you could still take those little breaths and go for 10 20 minutes right i'm sure even not not even as not even me it, some of the singers that you probably interviewed can go for hours because they've worked on breath control for years you know L- let so me uh, l- is- not that i want to interrupt you but on that mm-hmm. note since you said that other singers can go i just wanted to basically tell you that no they probably can't because uh, interestingly enough in the trichy concert last year on the set list there was hayati Yeah and one of the other singers was requested to sing that and then he backed yeah. off and that wasn't performed at all. So whoa. I'm just letting you know. Well that's wild. I didn't know that. What yeah. the, you you know you know more than I do. I mean I I was very much there in the rehearsals and in the backstage so yeah. Wow. Uh and that's why that song wasn't performed. <laughs> wow. Well, that's insane. and it, it okay so it makes me feel um proud that that it's a unique performance that you know it maybe is. like you said it, you can listen to it and you can learn it but it might take a little longer if you're trying to do a day over mm-hmm. day before and no disrespect to any artist who can't recreate it because i can't recreate 
even close to the melodies that these people can do like oh my gosh it's unbelievable and so like i sit there in rehearsal sometimes yeah and Chandra, let me tell you that those rehearsals are like a concert performance in itself for me i'm just like what is going on even the humming when they're walking around they're humming and these singers are just on point and it's just like a pleasure to be around them yeah. you know so like so so don't get me wrong when i say uh that anything else but um my breath control it's very important to take like a really quick breath when you're rapping and and, and stand straight when you're rapping because if yeah. you don't or if you're too hunched over too much of the time you really can't get a big breath in and you really yeah. can't go for much longer and then you start to keep going back and forth on that so like it's really strategic but then there's also times where you have to make sure that you edit the song in real time Right, if, true. if somebody like you who's a really, really huge fan, you'll notice the, the difference in words really quick because you'll be like, I've heard that song a thousand times. He switched it up. Most of the time, sometimes for rappers at least, a lot of the time it's because of breath. Because of the fact that they're very fast sometimes, it's very fluid. You have to like be able to be in this range before you can get really like really to that point. It has to be like mm. the end. You know what I mean? Mm. And then mm. like throw the mic down or something because otherwise it's really hard to keep going. I agree. Um, and then, you know, like normal, like if you like ran a quarter mile, I mean, yeah, you just take like a little breath and the DJ plays like that's for hip hop. It's standard. I mean, for artists like these seasoned veterans that are, that are on stage with me, like, or stage before me or all that stuff is just like, um, they, they, they can go forever. I'm sure. Even right. like, and yeah, and I, I'm still learning. I mean, this is my second concert with Sir that I had done. Um, hopefully, we we do so many more. But of course. even if not, the, the the learning experience that that I've like that learning curve is different because before those concerts, before Chennai, which was I don't know, how, do you know how many people were at Chennai's concert in 2019? Um, I was told uh, about fifty, sixty thousand odd people or something. 50,000 people on a yeah. low end, you say? So like yeah. 45,000 people at the absolute minimum. That was like, I couldn't see the end of the end of yeah. the crowd. And yeah. my, like maybe my fourth major performance in like life. You know what I mean? Wow. So like that was, I was like nervous as heck backstage yeah. because all of these people are just like hanging out. They know this, they, they know their songs. They've done this before. Yeah. Like people are just warming up. They're doing the thing. And I'm just like, this is crazy. This is so crazy. Like, where am I right now? I called, like, she's my wife now, but I called my, my girlfriend at the time. I was like, this is crazy. I can't do this. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. And she's just like, you need to relax. Like you always tell me you love rap. You want to do rap on a large scale. Yeah. You want to do all this stuff. Like you got to relax. Like this is your moment to shine. And like that really helped. My family are, is so supportive. They were just like, it's time to go, baby. My dad came with me and like, mm -hmm. uh, like, yeah, we'll get back to that. Why even he, he shows up is because he's, he's the reason I even know, sir, and got this opportunity. So like, um, it, it really, really, really makes a difference, um, to like just zone in and be like, okay, wait, you really said that you would do one of these like amazing, like you would do something at least. You wouldn't choke under the pressure if you got the opportunity. So like, it's just really important not to choke. And that was, that was really what drove me Amazing. to do that. Because 40,000 people, 45,000 people, even 60,000 people is crazy. And even in Dubai, it was so many people and it was just Indeed. like, it's, and after the pandemic, so people, I'm imagine. still like worried, you know, it's just like, yeah. 
you still worry for the safety of the crowd, you know, yeah. in, in, in the U S there were some tragedies with concerts and stuff. So it, it was really scary to like, uh, but it was also like really fulfilling to like get a stage, uh, a collective again, you know, like people Agreed. waiting to hear something again. Yeah. That's a big deal. It's a yeah. big deal. And, and whilst you're performing on stage, do you mm-hmm. gauge how receptive the audience are? or is whatever the right word is so in a more in a, in a crowd that's more tuned to hip hop yeah. i do um it because when i say things even if i like rush through it they'll know what i mean mm-hmm. that kind of thing so it's like a more uh, audience tuned to east coast hip hop then i do like uh, look at like what they think about certain lines and see people's faces mm-hmm. and things like that but in a global crowd i i focus more on enunciation and making sure that people can hear what i'm saying that's why we had the lyrics in the background because yeah. we wanted to make sure the lyrics came across because this is a lyrical performance this was for a play and people are going to be able to see and hear and feel that experience so so that that's why we made it way more lyrical than just some pop number or anything like that mm. at certain expression um and and, and he, him and Shaker Kaborji, they wanted, they wanted something like, you know, really big and they wanted that bang. So, so that's what really drove the, that's what really drove my writing for bang is that, 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 that true aggression at where we were, where we are, yeah. that kind of journey to get there. So, so on that note, do you actually see the front rowers then in terms of definitely right yeah, I saw people bobbing their heads in Dubai. I saw Chennai people understood Hayati like pretty well. Like some people were mouthing, some kids were really excited, which makes yeah. me like really happy that like you know kids are able to enjoy my music. That's huge to me. Um, and then like and and but in in Dubai it was a little more people trying to read what was going on. Um, so like so that but I understood right. that I, I get why it was an unreleased song. <coughs> Excuse me, and it and it um, it still hasn't been released yet, right? Even in the in the yeah. show, so so I'm waiting on I'm waiting on that, and then people will start to understand when they see it right. in the in the stage for the whole next two months or however long it's it's aired. Um, then then I hope that people understand where I was coming from with everything that that we performed and, mm. and what Sir released and and what the, the expo released for promoting why the musical so yeah um, i just appreciate that sir and and uh shaker kapoorji and so kapoorji they all like helped me uh just like do my they said do your thing like just just get get me to that place where we're excited to see the progression of earth and i said mm-hmm. okay like i'll try you know like i'll know i don't presume that i'll be able to nail um mm-hmm. the what they want the first time. There are some things I've done that have taken 10 versions for them to be even be quite satisfied or some things that on the first shot were like, that's it, you know, um, and everything in between. So, so you never know, but you just try your best and you keep going. So it's it's all about lyricism for me. That's the thing. It's hard to catch on if you're not too melodic these days in any genre. Um, but if you're a lyricist, uh, I think that it'll, it'll end up, getting something for sure i can imagine and um something that i've noticed obviously is uh when obviously singers perform on the stage they have this what's called that 
can I call it a teleprompter or something where they can actually look at the lyrics and yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, to avoid stuffing up on lyrics. Right, Let's put right, it that right. way. Right. So, you being into rapping, do you still have to look into that, or it just flows in your mind? Um. So if I'm like, if I'm you know having breath issues and i'm like okay what's next let me take a quick and then learn how to edit something maybe i'll take a glance at something or or if i have like it in my head so a lot of times i really like look at the lyrics when i'm rapping it um a lot of times mm. so like when i'm rapping i like kind of in my own gmail draft you know like i know what comes after that space just because i've read it while i've rapped it so many times so i don't really even look at teleprompters and things like that i try not to and if i do um it would be like just for a quick second just to make sure i'm in the right, right. you know space of mind i'm breathing i could say instead of the butt i'll say and the you know like and the, instead of the butt may take more breath things like yeah. that uh, but usually i try my best to, to to make sure that it's performance ready otherwise understand understand otherwise you get into deep trouble then you start to panic i would start to panic <laughs> if you're not over prepared man i was so nervous but i didn't know that like the back of my hand it would have oh man it would have been a bad first impression and it'll actually show up in your body language too right if Absolutely. god forbid it'll never happen but i'm just saying no no i no gosh i i it might still happen who knows but if it does like i hope people understand i hope they go back to this interview and they say you know what he goofed it but next time next time i'll watch you next time <laughs> so so how exactly is this uh, how does it work so uh you just jot down all the lyrics first and then add it or add the groove on top of it or there is a groove and then you add the lyrics to it how does it really work Let's pick up Hayati for example. So for for Hayati for example, I got a call from Sir it was my first time like getting a call from Sir that wasn't like family related or things that yeah. like you know we were just kind of linking up with whatever. Um but but I got a call and he was just he said um to tell you the story of Hayati is that please, what happens? Please. He he I think he gave me a shot. He said, "Look, I have this like YouTube trailer that I want the entry of um i think his name is oh man i'm going to get roasted online for this uh dalapati vijay i believe yeah yeah i believe uh, i please everybody do not roast me i don't know i'm very, i'm not tamil i don't know tamil and i get very lost in tollywood but i respect the whole industry so please don't roast me on the internet but um so he said there's a 15 second you know YouTube intro just like make it fun just rap on this groove and he sent me a groove and it was just this unbelievable groove and it already had uh Mesa car on it and I was just like this is insane like who is this this is crazy like what is this I just like freaked out in my room and I was just like okay okay you got to you got to compose yourself like this is a legend you got to like you know get this done so like he was like I need 16 bars and I was like okay and I just like wrote i wrote i wrote i wrote it was like okay i have like 48 bars and so i wrote i sent like all 48 bars in like an hour because i spent i've spent my whole life just rapping and recording it rapping and recording it rapping and recording it to a point where uh, rapping about anything takes very little time you know um and so i'm just like yeah I, i'm like okay here it is and he's like oh okay thanks like he wasn't expecting it so soon i don't think i i don't know i still haven't actually talked to him about it but um i i sent it back and and then 
Um, I haven't heard, I didn't hear back for a while. I got a little nervous, but he's busy. Like he's, it was pre-pandemic. It was 2018. He's probably mm. busier than ever. And so I was just like, oh man, I hope he liked it. Like, I hope he liked it. I was too nervous to ask, like really. And, and so then um, at some point, like, I think it was August or September um, when the, when the YouTube trailer came out, he had picked a good 16 mm. um, to, to like use in the, or like eight or like, okay, challenges or welcome. Mm. And then um, he comes in and I'm just like, like I was like, oh, this is such a sick pictureization. Mm. I was like, this is so cool. Like, I'm so hyped. Like, this is amazing. And I thanked him. And I was like, this is so crazy. He's like, no, it was a great job. I was like, oh my god, this is so crazy. Like, and the comment section had like, oh, what is that? Like, a uh, Vera level. And I had to look up on Google. I was like, what's Vera level mean? Like, is it bad? Like, this is trash. <laughs> like, why does he hate it? Or like, what's going on? <laughs> and it said like high level. I was like, this is sick. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like I was so hyped because like I haven't had a large audience like that, right? People to judge my music more than like my friends and family and like people yeah. that I was trying to get to to hear my music that wouldn't respond. Like that's the industry that we're in, you know? And so um so like I I was just blessed that like people liked it and I called and I called Sir and I was like, Sir, like people like this. Like, <laughs> I got he's like I was like, you know, I could I could send you some stuff. And he was just like, he's like, I think I got enough of your stuff. He's like, I'll I'll figure it out. And then he made Ayati last minute for for Chekhovan Devanam. It wasn't on like the original soundtrack. I think. Right. And and uh and that's how like that came about. And I was just stoked. I was so hyped. And like when the people were like commenting, even when they were commenting bad stuff. And I just recently spoke to Sarah about this. And I was like, I was like, people comment bad stuff. I'm like, give me more. I love it. I love it. I want more. Because I like I like to comb through the bad stuff for like the miserable through the miserable people for people that actually have like a real criticism. Because like if I were to YouTube comment, it would be something like constructively like, this is a good job but like yeah. i feel like you work on this or the transitions were you know like something ridiculous but like maybe somebody would look at and be like okay maybe maybe he's right i looked for those things and he was like i do the same thing and i was like, like this, this is awesome nice. um so like no but it, it just gave me such a like a it gave me such like a a, a mind high like i was just so like i can imagine shocked. Yeah, I was so oh my gosh. So that's that's how Ayati came about. Yeah. And and when this teaser came out, right? Um I was blown away. I loved it. You know? Uh, you saw the teaser when it came out, of course. You yeah, yeah. And so then I remember I think I pinged Nakul then, who is one of Sir's engineers. I'm not sure if you know him. Yeah, and then yeah. I asked him, Who is this guy who has rapped? And he said Somebody called Shiv or something from the US. And I said, yeah. oh, but then yeah. let me Google it. One word, lowercase. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I couldn't find find you then. I looked oh for Shiv God. then, right? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> dude. Hayati was a big hit and it translated for me to like socially and like like in, in terms of media and stuff. It, Nobody could find me. I've gotten so many comments. Yeah. You're the 40th account I found finally. And that's because they zoomed in on like one of the pictures I had that like mm. had thoughts on my shirt. And so I was like, oh man, thank God I had that shirt on. I got like the 20, 20 to 200 followers over the next three years over Hayati. And I was like, oh my God, I could have capitalized way more if I had just branded thoughts for now. And I even had the shirt. But what are you going to do? Mm. 
Yeah, but indeed. sir, at the Dubai concert, call me thoughts for now. Twice. Yeah, that's it. I can't. I'm fanboying more than an artist. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, thank you, sir. Let's go. <laughs> nice. I got so hyped. Yeah. And great. to be honest with you, uh, when when I was about to share the poster that you were going to come on the podcast, right? I had that split one second thought in my mind. What am I going to write? Shiv in brackets thoughts for now or thoughts for now in bracket Shiv. Let me think through this. And then Listen, Shana, it's your first offense. I don't blame you. Okay? I don't. Blame you. I, I, I did write thoughts for now, and in all my, small letters. And when you post this, Shiv will not exist except for in the video. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Just the yeah. video. Understand. And so it. again with hierarchy, right? So did so. I'm just kidding, by the way. Trust me, I, I have no like disrespect towards people that call me Shiv. I was just messing around. But. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, of course. And uh, with hierarchy, uh, did so have some sort of a briefing for you saying things like, for example, when it come when it comes into the rapping space, right? There's obviously room for explicit words and things like that, and. Right. Uh, and of course uh having known sir he would usually avoid things like that at least in a Absolutely. song very particular about what comes in the lyrics so where, was there any mention of things like that when he approached you so i think that me and him have an unspoken uh, i think an agreement that i would not just start cursing in my life <laughs> like in my song sir like he, he would probably look at me and be like seriously man like what do you mean like do you know my brand like what are you doing you know what i mean of course i would never cur- like i don't i don't think he'd have to say that to me but he did say make it energetic make it fun make it like arabian like you know fast rap trap type beat music and so i said okay no problem like i'll try to do what i can do um and 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 luckily he trusts me with my 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 uh craft and that's like the biggest thing i think for working for an artist such as him who's such a legend is to like allow me to do my thing on his creation which a lot of artists, I would, I don't have that big a heart, like to to tell somebody just do whatever, and then I'll see if I like, like no, like I'll be like, yo, this is the vibe, <laughs> this is what we gotta do, and he's just going free with me, like in that situation, and I and I really respect him. Of course, we go back and forth uh, based on what we've had, like it, what we what we end up with is some sometimes very different, but it, it always fits a certain vibe that we start with just by a small brief. So his brief was just make it fun and energetic. I sent him so much. He put it out and then he edited whatever I had sent him the other stuff um, and made a beautiful song out of it with Mesa yeah. and myself. And it is, it is one of my favorites. It's fantastic. So were yeah. there a few, did it go through a few iterations for that song? Oh uh, yeah. Absolutely. To refine, I mean, refine. And- so not for that one. No, actually, because right. he was able to just construct something out of what I've sent him because okay. he's, because he's him, but uh, like, yeah. and, and he made like the flow seamless and right. it was just too good. And I was like, all right, just you, right. you can do it. You do whatever you, you yeah. do and it's great. And it turned into Hayati, which is fantastic. Yeah. So, um, so I'm very grateful for that, nice. that he turned, that he ended up like listening to the YouTube comments, you know, and, uh, or his team or whoever. Uh, and so, um, it ended up becoming a full song. And then we've worked on a couple of things through the pandemic. Uh, 
And so with Bang, there were so many iterations. Oh, yeah. It ended up becoming at some point, it was like a seven or eight song. And we were just like, we can't do this much. Of course. Yeah, I definitely want to go deep dive into the Bang, but do that in a bit. Before we do that. So another cool thing that happened in Dubai was... Uh, I'm not sure if you had the opportunity to meet that person before you met Blase there and he was performing with you on stage on another song and things like that. So number one is what I wanted to know was since you you've grown up listening to Sir's music, uh, there was obviously elements of rap in the 90s as you might agree with me, with Peter Rapp and so many Blase. other songs. Blase is a legend. What do you yeah. mean? So one of the things that Sir did, and it changed the game for mm-hmm. Blase, was mm-hmm. getting him to sing a song, which right. was in Boys, as you might know. He wasn't mm-hmm. rapping. He was made to sing. And Blase was on the podcast as well last year. Mm-hmm. And he spoke spoke about it. Uh, mm-hmm. in detail and he actually went nuts when Sir had asked him to sing he said Blase you need to sing not rap and it's like a it's it's like a nursery rhyme or something but you need to sing so a <laughs> uh, couple of things that I wanted to know from you was now is it always hard to get a rapper to sing sing not a rap not rap and then the shift happening in Blase's life uh, how do you see it <laughs> I know there are okay. a couple of things I've asked you. It's a long question. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna start and if I miss anything, catch me, okay? Just be like, hey, you missed this part of it, okay? But I know Blase, of course, I know Blase. Um, I've heard his stuff, right? Um, I've gone through it. Not like I, I'm not like a super I wasn't a super fan. Wasn't. I'll say I am now. But I wasn't a super fan. I didn't know his older stuff. I didn't know where he came from. I didn't know his story. I had no idea. I just knew he was in a couple of Ariman songs. Mm. I was a big fan of Blase and I like, you know, just like knew of him, you know, that kind of thing, right? I don't want to sugarcoat mm. it. But then I got there and I, I end up sharing a um I think it was a I don't know. I met him somehow. I I don't even remember now where I met Blase. I think it was it was in the morning. We were getting a cab to go to the venue for for, um, or in the afternoon. Yes, we were getting a cab to go to the press thing the day before the concert. And uh, he introduced himself. We sat, we both sat in the back of one of the carts in Dubai in the expo. And he's like, "Hey, man, I'm Blase." He's like, "Hayati's lit." I was like, "You know, Hayati, <laughs> like." dude you're blowing my mind like are you kidding me we took a selfie like i was like this is sick um so we so like i was talking to him i was like yeah of course i know this and all that but he was just like such a down-to-earth dude and i had no idea blase was going to be there i had no intention of like just sitting right next to him on a thing like like and he was so down to earth i was able to be myself immediately we actually got pretty close i'm gonna be like working with blase i'm telling you and i want everyone to know Blase is not necessarily or technically a rapper. He does rap because he's a multi-talented individual, but his passion is definitely reggae. He does a lot of great reggae Afrobeat stuff. Right. And you got to listen to his stuff that's like more Afrobeat. And I hope you, Blase, if you're listening, I got your back. I, I think that that's his, like, that's his sweet spot. That's his passion. And he's so good at it. And, um, but yes, I agree that he's also an incredible rapper and, He's a legend and me and him had such a good time 
at the concert, at the rehearsal, and he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. So yeah, shout out to Blase. He's the best. Did I miss any part of your question? Yeah, no, no, you haven't. And but, and what about the part where he was actually asked to sing? And so that's the reggae part you yeah, contributed yeah. to, is it? Okay. Yeah. Right. Understand. And, and I don't even know the other parts that he <coughs> that he was asking to sing, but I mean that he was asked to sing other than mm. this Panaj mm. thing. But um, he killed that too. He's yeah. he's just like <coughs> he's a boss. <laughs> He's a boss. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Blase, uh, ADK. I'm a big fan of all these guys. Nice. And all nice. these rappers. Dope. So, um, you're a rapper. That's great. And I love it. You do a great yeah. job. We guys as fans enjoy being in the audience when you perform up on stage. Okay. Thank you. Aside from rapping, do you hum or sing any of the songs doesn't matter it's sir's stuff or could be anyone else's what's what happens in your daily life in a rapper's life give me an insight i make up songs to i make up so i make up songs like i make up lyrics in the tune of various other people's songs right and my wife hates me for it she hates me for it she just keeps listening to me making up nonsense lyrics in the tune and the flow of like very famous songs and then she yeah it's can you can you do great. that probably one two lines for <laughs> one of her songs any song just oh for the heck of god. it oh my I'm god i'm sure sir will be fine with it <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> you know like things like that like literally just fixing the cadence and the and then just doing random things answering her questions that way it it's the best it's one of my joys in life right is to, to, to bother by doing that <laughs> and it keeps me on my toes because you're always trying to think of something relevant in the moment thoughts for now all one word lowercase <laughs> and is that your form of what's called this riyas in your daily life Or I is there a rapper riyas, so to speak? Um, I think tongue twisters are really important for rapping. I think if you can tongue twist, I think you have that mobility in your tongue. Um, yeah. You're not on like a substance that's going to slow you down. Um, like that'll keep your your tongue going fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that kind of thing that that's very important in rap um, is to keep the energy and keep the. I think that I rap better when I'm. bobbing with it right because i keep the beat along with my body but if i'm just trying to like focus on rapping in something i might go a little too fast or go a little too slow if i don't know the lyrics that's why mm. i memorize is because it's very difficult otherwise or you know if you're doing four lines here and there you can catch the energy it's not a problem but you're doing a whole song you need to know it and then just rely on it for a second you know otherwise you don't capture the energy of it yeah. in my opinion so right right and now touching on the bang um i love this song and uh, of course um, you know i wasn't there in dubai but i was um patiently waiting for the official video to be released i knew it was coming but i wasn't sure when it was coming that's right. all and right. i absolutely loved it and i've actually gone back to that video to just to play that part 
a few oh, man, times. You really are a super fan. So you really are a super fan. Uh, I I I probably went a little one level deeper. Maybe I don't know. That's probably me uh, being me. Uh, uh, the song is great. It's amazing. I loved it. I just have. Uh, I don't want to call it a very tiny concern, but there is a small part which sort of bothered me, and I wanted to raise it with you because I imagine I, I just take it. You lo- you wrote the lyrics for it, right? Yeah. Towards I did. the end of the song, there is a mention about Internet Explorer, and yeah. that just caught me off. I was like, "Hey, hang on a sec. It's a deprecated browser." why not safari why not chrome why is he mentioning internet explorer which does not even exist what happened there i want to know thoughts for now come on now <laughs> maybe tell him what you uh, maybe tell him what you buy it comes before the amazon order so there's yeah, the internet yeah, yeah, explorer yeah. thing comes up yeah so the reason i chose that one is because it rhymed Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's really the main reason. Uh secondly, it wouldn't offend anybody because Internet Explorer doesn't exist anymore and it's a global stage. So, so it's I, like I very carefully crafted, you know, not to upset anybody or not to like go against anyone's beliefs or, yeah. or, or try to do things like that. There were some edits I made also to make sure that like, you know, I made sure and sir made sure that like we weren't trying to rock any boats, we're just trying to, you know, give people a very good history lesson almost right so so i just wanted to make sure that like nobody was offended and nobody yeah. could say you know ban that things like that like we're just trying to love this is all love yeah. this is yeah. all about love like nothing else so stay away from the controversy i'm not trying to make a point this is just about love like me working with sir is just about love you know and and mm. that's why would i why would i go beyond those borders for what you know yeah understand it it wasn't really about that it was just more about curious to know why yeah. you decided to choose a deprecated browser oh, yeah, as like opposed to like an existing random. browser <laughs> and this is because yeah. of the fact that me being here in IT i look for things no, like this so funny that's so funny because i when when i think about it like i use chrome i don't use safari i don't use internet or i don't use any of that stuff right and now they have what explore something like that they have this random e that's something else now edge um edge yeah something like that so like so mostly because it rhymed i'm not going to lie to you mostly because it rhymed but 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 at the end of the day when i was talking about surveillance like yeah order was a big deal amazon order was already a set line yeah yeah um i knew i wanted to use amazon order because amazon's not going to get offended they they're not going to get bothered at all you know so um so amazon order i knew uh hackers without borders was a line i really wanted to use um and then so those two fit together and i really needed something to to really support the amazon order line mm. and internet explorer just fit beautifully yeah Yeah, I'm so, sure. I love that song. I just wanted to ask you that song. I'm I no, because you I'm, got in me. my mind. <laughs> That's so funny. And so what else is cooking? So what else have you been working on and uh, so what's happening in Thoughts for Now Kitchen? Thoughts for Now Kitchen's always cooking. Always <laughs> cooking. So so I'm I'm a big J Cole fan and and a, and a big characteristic do you know who J Cole is? I don't I have to be honest. <laughs> okay. After this, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Jake Cole. He's a okay. rapper from 
Um, he's from the East Coast of, uh, I think, North Carolina. Oh, my God, I should know this. North Carolina. Um, and he is one of the most humble, in my opinion, one of the most humble rappers. He has made his money off of, like, real rap, like, not just some auto-tune, whatever. He tells great stories. <clears throat> and and even when I was rapping, like, and I've seen him get bigger and bigger, he was signed to Jay-Z. I know you know Jay-Z. Mm, yeah. Um, but he, he got signed to Jay-Z and he got very, very big. But he's very humble. Like, he's just, he goes back to his wife and his child and tucks away and he does whatever he needs to do to get money. He makes music. He goes on tour. But he doesn't, like, He's not public about his life, much like yeah. Sir, to be yeah. honest. And yeah. much like I, I, I do want to end up like that. Like, Thoughts for Now is not Shiv. That's why I want to separate that. That's a big reason why I want to separate those personas. When mm-hmm. I'm outside and my family's home and safe, <clears throat> and or even if they're with me and I'm at a show, I'm Thoughts for Now. Mm-hmm. But when I'm home and there's no cameras and no nothing, I'm Shiv. I'm like the guy that everyone, you know, knows when they get to know me personally you know mm. i'm not that cocky on stage in real life you know like i'm not even close that's a persona but like that also that persona when i'm in front of the <coughs> excuse me when i'm in front of the mic that persona comes out as well because that's just like my natural habitat like with that little thing and the mic like that's where i love to be yeah. So I'm always looking. I think um, more shows in the future. I want to uh, hopefully, if Sir comes to the U.S., I want to see him there. I uh, want to do some shows of my own. I want to start making a little more music of my own. I think I've been working a lot. Um, I'm doing commercials in India. I've been doing, um, you know, things for Sir all last year and this year that are coming out one by one. Why is one of them one of many? So. I'm waiting on those things to come out. I'm I'm working on new music. I am working with industry contacts to try to figure out another avenue, try to grow this career. I have a day job, so mm. um, I'm doing both. And I am a firm believer that you can do both. I can work nine to five on a on a tour bus and then perform in the evenings. So like I think that that's like a big a big part of what I usually like to do is to like work during the day. And like I told you, this is kind of how this podcast kind of got a little delayed. I apologize. No, no. I was working. And then after this, I'm going to go record something visually for sir. So like, and, and for the expo. So like, there's a lot of things that like, um, that oh, are nice. in the pipeline that are coming out. So, um, staying busy, staying busy, nice. staying so, busy. So are you a night person too? On that note. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what what time is it where you are right now? Uh, The time is uh, quarter past three in the afternoon. Okay. Okay. Wow. So it's really far ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And um, so lastly, um, of course, um, it's, it's amazing that we're having this podcast or I would like to call it on a very, very auspicious day. So mm-hmm. good day. I agree. And, uh, I'm yeah. Thanks again to you for flicking over the video that I requested you to do. Requested you to do in the last minute, uh, and of you course. were very kind enough to do that. And then um, it's it's great that a lot of people came forward with my little idea. Amazing. And so thank you for that. And no, of course. Thank you for gathering such sweet messages for Sir on his birthday. That's a big deal. Yes, I'm sure Sir wasn't expecting. It. He wasn't aware, and uh, yeah. it 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 was a nice surprise for him. So he, That's he liked so it. Fantastic! What a nice guy you are. 
That's fantastic. <laughs> that is awesome. And wow. and what would I do without Sir's music? Can I agree with you. No, I no, I what I would agree be doing. Why you did it? I'm just amazed that you did it at all. That's incredible. That's fantastic. So Man, you're very that's great. Uh with we doing this podcast on Sir's birthday. How about <laughs> you dedicate something for Sir on his birthday with a rap? Oh my gosh. I'll put you on the Not spot. I'm sorry but Not a very good freestyler. Hmm. If the rap can have AR Rahman or Sir somewhere in the lines and happy birthday somewhere, it's like amazing. If you can. Give me one second. I'll give you two lines. Give me one second. Happy birthday to the maestro, king of this song, the one and only sir, Mr. A.R. Imam. Nice. Happy birthday, sir. I'm, I'm, it's, it's a pleasure to actually um, be on an I Love A.R.R. podcast on Raymondji's birthday with his like basically number one fan. It's like I'm, I'm like living everyone's dream right now. It's fantastic. Thank you. You you're being very kind. Uh, uh, I I think I'm honored to be talking to the guy uh, who actually sang one of the songs that I absolutely love. It uh, Hayati is in my workout playlist. So oh, yeah, that's it, it, amazing. It, it gets me going. It gets my heart pumping. <laughs> that is the sickest compliment. Thank you so much. And that is awesome. I'm glad I'm in a workout playlist. And. When I have is, so many other songs too that you should go into and check out that that will make it to your workout playlist. I promise. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. And when is do you know when the bang is going to be available on Spotify or Apple Music? Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. I wish I would tell you if I did. I have no yeah. idea. I know yeah. it's not even out yet. So in the in the actual <clears throat> um, theater. So yeah, yeah. Excuse cool. me, I'm just recovering from a cough. Right, so end of the podcast. Thoughts for now? <laughs> I have yes, to be conscious of myself. Okay, it is thoughts for now. It is thoughts for now. And thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate the effort. If nothing else, even if you fail, the effort matters. Thank you. So I know we have touched on a number of topics, number mm-hmm. of areas, uh, things that I've wanted to know, or things that have intrigued me. Is there anything that you would like to talk about and I'm not touched on? I don't want you to walk away thinking this guy didn't even mention about this. And how I met Raymondji. Yeah. Oh wow. Yes. Oh my yeah, god, that's, that's an important one. <laughs> that's a big deal. Really quick. So <clears throat> my uh my father when he was even in college days, he was in college here at Drexel. He used to run like 
he used to go and get films from random places back then when you couldn't get Indian movies here. He used to go and get them and, and charge an auditorium full of people to watch them. Then it turned into bringing people here to do shows, mm-hmm. um, like music shows, like Lata Mangeshkar and Olka Yabnik and all these people, Mukesh, Nitin Mukesh, all these people. And then uh, at some point, the the nonprofit that now he's the executive director of, Bharti uh, Vidya Bhavan, um, they had asked him in 2000 to do a benefit show for Bharti Vidipavan. So he reached out to his friend uh, in India and um, they reached out to Ramanji's camp and okay. set up the 2000 show, which was his first time in New York, I believe, performing um, in 2000. And um, they ended up becoming friends and, and, and really working closely together. Uh, my dad was the associate producer of Bombay Dreams, Oh, nice. uh, the Broadway play that he did in 2004 here with Andrew Lloyd Webber yeah. and still kept such a great relationship with him when I was younger. He's been my mentor. Um, yeah. I asked him for advice when I went to audio engineering school. He'd given me great advice. Um, I kept working. I kept sending him like 18 years. I kept sending him music. And finally, he was gracious enough to give me an opportunity um, he realized I was relentless and I'm just never going to stop. I can't stop rapping. So he said, you know what, let me just give this guy a chance. He won't stop otherwise. And I hope you made the right decision because I, I still won't stop. So, of course. but yeah, no, that's, but that's how I, I met him. And, um, and, and I'm very grateful that, you know, he did this show with my dad so that we were able to meet and that I was able to show him that hip hop is the future. Very nice. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very looking forward to your uh, future collaborations with Sir and others too. Um, and I'm so very glad that you're, you came on this podcast and looking forward to having you in probably the next season. And I want, want to be part of the success stories that are going to come in the future. So... You will absolutely be part of the story. I really appreciate you even inviting me on this podcast. It's actually come, I was looking at it this way. It's actually more of a, I think the reason that, I don't know who your first interview was and and how I really, off air, I would love to know that story um, or I'm sure I could find it, but like um, how you became the person to go to if you were with or for ARMON or even no ARMON. You were the guy who, if I don't get an interview here, I haven't really worked with ARM on properly. Like that doesn't like, are you kidding me? Look, you had everybody. I was like, I'm glad I said yes to this guy because look at all these people that I respect <laughs> that are here. And I have to respect this guy now because he's, he has something special. And I had a pleasure on this podcast. So please invite me back at some point. Thank you. When so you're much doing then. repeats of everybody. Send me, send and me and, and, and you you you've been extremely kind with your words and there's no such thing it's just that the the guests have been super super kind to come forward and support me in this journey that's all uh and They're i've just, and I've just been a fan from day one up until now 110 guests i'm still the same and then i really enjoy conversing and talking about the man I absolutely love and I've idolized and I ad- I adore. And these are yeah. like memories that will be cherished forever and for the future generations too. So 10, 20 years later. Agree. So, and for me, agree. I mean, I, I feel very blessed. That you chronicle his life. You chronicling his life in this way is really a full bodied connection to the person that you 
end up idolizing because you're able to give a full picture of how he is with people yeah. he interacts with on a day to day or on a week to week basis, which is huge. Yeah. So hats off to you, John there. I appreciate you. you. And thanks for having So thoughts for now. Thanks once again for your time no, no, no. and pretty late in the night again. And then uh, you've been no very problem. kind. And then I had a ball. I enjoyed conversing with you. And I, I actually, I think, um i've enlightened myself on various areas uh in the rapping space uh now Bring knowing how it works huh great champs podcast <laughs> you got to check it out it's funny enough right i host a podcast but i don't go listen to any other podcast no, i get it i don't really listen to much rap outside of my own creations anymore i get it right okay i just right Great. I'll let you go now. Thank you so much once again. And I I can't wait to release this. I think this is going to be a very very interesting podcast for people to watch and listen. So I'm very excited yeah. and Here's a question for you Chandra. How did I rank in all 110 guests? Give me a general number. No, I'm no one to rank and I, it's nah. just it's just all about <laughs> it's all about the energies we exchange. No, no, and I agree. Uh, I'm just kidding with and, you. I'm and as you. as I as I mentioned very early on at the start of the podcast as well is even before I spoke to you or interacted with you I felt like we've met before and we'd kind of know each other right. that's the kind of vibe we have had and i yeah, think yeah. Uh, i think that that's pretty clear now with, with the conversations that we have had and you've been extremely kind and patient to all my questions uh you didn't get offended and I'm, i'm sorry if i put you on the spot with certain things that, that you may not have wanted to talk about or uh i'm just <coughs> saying so uh, this is just basically childlike enthusiasm that i've got to wanting to know things or wanting to know how things work and that's just me being me that's all and this is exactly how i talk to sir whenever i talk no to you have no idea how much i appreciate you asking me these questions not many people before now have taken many many interest in my rap and this this opportunity sir's given me gives me an opportunity to speak to people that really love him and get to know why and i of course know why you know why but to celebrate that and to talk about myself and to talk about you and to to kind of just connect on that level is an absolute pleasure and i really really appreciate it and you're doing a great thing so i really appreciate that thank you and uh also when uh, the the dubai official video was released a couple of days ago again uh the fans so what happened was as part of this journey all the surf fans started connecting with me and what's called this ilo arr community was evolved right. um so and so with that said large number of fans did mention about uh getting glued to this song of yours the bang and uh, if you <coughs> wanted to say a few words to your fans uh via this podcast feel free and i'll definitely let you go after that <laughs> no you don't have to let, i mean i'm happy to, i'm not in any rush i hope i don't look like i'm in a rush no. but no <clears throat> to my fans i absolutely adore you more than you adore me i have been um hoping and hoping that people connect with my music for 20 years plus i have been writing for myself writing for uh everything i believe in and and that gets incorporated into surf music so even if you found me through surf you found me by yourself if you found me in the street somewhere if you found me anywhere i just super 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 appreciate you i hope you keep listening to everything i have everything i'm going to have even if it's not with sir if it is that's fantastic because that's 
amazing in itself, that composition. But um, everything I do is really just to make sure that my voice is out there and that I'm spreading a good message. And if you follow me, I love you guys. Amazing. Great. I'm sure they will. Um, so thoughts for now. I'll let you go. Thank you so much once again. And yeah, looking forward to catching up with you. And I'm sure you will see me uh, in the next concert. So I'm usually there in most of the concerts. And I just missed out on the Dubai one just because of um, the COVID restrictions yeah, yeah. and things like that in the border and all that. So Absolutely. I didn't want to come there and get stuck and not being able to enter or enter Australia again. I didn't want I to end it. up in that situation. That's all. Otherwise, I'm usually there in all the concerts. So no, I get it. And next time, make sure say to anybody that like, make sure you get to me and say hello in person. Of course, I would love to meet you in person. That'd be awesome. We'll, uh, we're gonna go for a coffee. That's for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I'll make sure I make that time for sure. Wherever, if sir and, calls and, me and back let's and let, let's let's do an in person podcast that time. So I'm sick and tired of this bloody Zoom stuff. <laughs> 100% you have my approval. I'm with that 100%. It's on the it. record now. <laughs> you all heard it here first. I'll be the first duplicate. I'll be the first duplicate on this podcast. Two weeks, three weeks apart, one year apart. Doesn't matter. Cool, buddy. Thank you so much once again. I had a ball. Right, Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>